0: The price of Bored Ape Yacht Club tokens are falling, people are announcing the death of NFTs, and Franklin is selling tons of apes. However, I'm here to say calm down and let's make sense of all of this madness. Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. As I've said many times on this podcast, if it bleeds, it leads is the motto of the media. So they want the most horrible, terrifying, gut-wrenching story to lead off the news with. That's what people click. That's what people tune into. And that is no different on Twitter or any of these websites where people are competing for your attention. You go to YouTube, people are more likely to click the end is nigh videos than it is hey check out this new technology or some great things are going on people are just drawn to that stuff so of course when something like this happens they're going to highlight the absolute worst possible scenario and that's what's going to get people to click tune into the content and of course raise their influence and in theory raise their funds so that is why it is being reported that way however i'm going to give a little bit of balance of approach yes absolutely everything above is true with the one caveat of, I don't believe the end is nigh, NFTs are over. As we've seen for the last year, anytime the market does a downturn, there's some sort of bad news, something happens, whether it be an economic event, a war, some bankruptcies or some fraud being leaked, whatever it might be that causes the market to go down, well, people panic and then they'll sell all of their assets. It does not matter if it's stocks, bonds, gold, options, NFTs, crypto, whatever it is, people just tend to panic and want to get into cash. So, of course, as I've said many times, NFTs are an illiquid asset. So in order to get a quick sale, there's only one way to do that. That is to crash the floor. Absolutely lower the price so that way the NFT that you're trying to sell quickly is the cheapest one on the market. And when that happens with a particular project such as the Board Apes, as we've seen over the last week or so, is it triggers Ben Dow. I've covered Ben Dow before on episode number 281. So, I'm not going to go into depth as to what all that is, but it is a lending protocol. Long story short, some blue chip projects such as the board apes are listed on there. And how that actually works is a percentage off of the floor price, meaning the cheapest one that is listed on the market. So, as the floor begins to fall, it's going to trigger liquidation points, meaning that it's going to give the holder, whoever borrowed against a particular NFT, a 48 hour period to either pay down that loan. Buy it back or allow it to be liquidated, auctioned off. So that way it keeps the pool liquid, meaning funds in that whole loan system, because this is not like your typical bank where someone's looking at credit reports and seeing what the asset is worth and doing some sort of crunching of numbers and signing off by the CEOs and the underwriters and all that. No, this is an algorithm. This is a system that is making the decision. The code is doing that. There's no motions, no people that are involved directly in each scenario. So in a case like this, when the floor price starts to crash, automatically, it's going to trigger the liquidation points. And that is what's happening right now. So of course, what you're going to see is Franklin, who is one of the top holders Every time I check, it seems like the number is going up from the 40s to the 50s to the 60s. Let's just say he holds a lot of Bored Apes. Where he is at this current point, even when I'm recording this or when you'll be listening to this, who knows? Because he is constantly selling and buying. So when you hear that Franklin, a Bored Ape whale, is selling off his NFTs, is that true? Well, yes. Everything is there. It is on the blockchain. You can actually track to see what is going on. However, what is not being reported, what people are not speaking about is that he's also buying just as much as he is selling because he has a long-term goal as not only being one of the top holders, but being influential in the project, being well-known, and also making more money from this particular project. He's bullish of it. He would not be holding 60 Apes or whatever he's holding today if he didn't truly believe in it because here's a guy who has a full-time job that makes decent living and he's still holding on to that so that way he doesn't have to sell off any of his apes and get whatever financial reward it is from selling it because he's accumulating them over time. And how is he doing this? He's buying the dip. That is something that's very common. We all know that. Buy low, sell high. What he's doing in this particular case, knowing very well that the bend out is triggering liquidations, he is selling on the floor and further lowering that price. Now, people say this is manipulating the price. This is bad practice. This is not good for the project. This is not good for the community and so forth. So he's catching a lot of heat of this on Twitter. However, What he is doing is he's selling on the floor, allowing other people to come in. Sure, he's not doing this for the goodness of his heart. At the end of the day, he is a trader. So he's making money. He's selling it at a lower price because he knows that it's going to trigger some more Ben down. Liquidations. And in addition to that, they're earning rewards and things over there. I'm not even going to go into all the details as to all of the rewards, how they're doing that, and actually earning money other than just buying NFTs and selling it. Because 100% full disclosure, I've never done it. And I can only tell you what I'm hearing people are doing and so forth. All I know is that there's ways to make money other than necessarily buying low and selling high. So, in addition to that, he has an incentive to keep the trading volume up. Then, of course, when he's selling them, he's going to be selling them for a profit. Anyways, so there's a lot going into it. So when people are saying that Franklin is selling off his apes, well, technically, yes, it is true. However, he's still accumulating more. So his number is going up and there's an opportunity right now for him to make some quick trades. The movement of them right now is very fast. It is a liquid market more than usual. Still an illiquid asset. However, there is a great opportunity here for him now. Would it be too cheesy to say that he is apish about the project? Well, maybe, right? He's bullish about the project and he's aping in. But during this time, this is not just something that is limited to Web3 NFTs. If you follow Warren Buffett and you see how he compounds his wealth and what have you, it's usually during times like this. What Warren Buffett tends to do is he buys massive amounts of companies or companies outright, and then he's able to sit on them for years or decades and get maximum reward over time. And that's what Franklin is thinking. He has a long-term plan. He knows what they're building. And when you think about the number of shares that you'd have to take over a company, let's say what... Elon just paid to acquire Twitter. Well, that all started by him buying up millions of shares of Twitter to get to be one of their highest shareholders. Then it just spiraled out of control. He ended up buying out the whole company. But what I'm trying to say is his 60 apes or whatever it is gives him such a quote unquote high percentage of those 10,000 that it would require a whole lot more capital, a whole lot more shares, a whole lot more resources to have the same influence on on a publicly traded company or even a crypto token that he can have within the Bort Abyat community. But going back to our good friend Warren Buffett, who I hope and truly believe is a steady listener of the podcast, Uh, just kidding, but It is times like this where Warren Buffett buys up a whole bunch of things. However, he has to be in the position to buy up a lot of things. So what he does is, during those bull markets when the times were good, he saves up a lot of cash. The profits that people are always yelling and screaming and saying, this old guy has lost his way. He's just sitting on all this cash and not doing anything with it. They're very critical of it because they're looking at the ROI, and basically it's losing money just sitting there in cash. But guess what? When the market crashes, prices start to fall. Guess who has the cash to buy up companies at pennies on the dollar and that's what we're seeing right now within this whole web three ecosystem and what franklin is doing with these apes is when the market crashes he's going in there with a lot of liquidity and he's buying and flipping and trading whereas every single one of us can see exactly what he's doing because it is all there on the blockchain you can see what he's getting them for what he's selling them how the whole process works but guess what 99.999 percent of us do not have the liquidity to play the game that he is playing so people that were doubting web three the nft space Long before all this craziness start to happen, guess what they're going to do? They're going to look on this, they're going to hijack the news, show the falling price, show that their whale is selling and all these different things, and showing it in a very negative aspect and spreading fear, uncertainty, and doubt. People hear those things, look at the data, they're gonna say, you know what? This has to be true because everything is lining up with what I'm seeing. But guess what? It is being spun and manipulated without telling that full story. And truthfully, whether it is a bull market or a bear market. The same people are going to be against the space anyways, and they're going to be telling that story in a negative way. It doesn't matter how positive things are. They're going to find the one negative thing to bring out, and they're going to harp on that. But I'd love to know, what are your thoughts about Basie falling below 50 ETH? That is a far way down from the 150, 170 ETH that we were seeing earlier, especially before the whole land drop, when the other side deeds were getting released because they were able to claim the prices was at astronomical level but at this point it is coming down to earth 50 eth is not cheap however compared to where it was it is like a bargain bin so i'd love to know your thoughts on that please feel free to reach out to me at tropic vibes on twitter or you can see the contact information in the show notes but as usual i just want to thank you for taking time to listen to this as we're learning and building web3 together so until next time later the nifty business show is not investment advice it provides insights and information within the space